0: Okay, here cheering we go. Section. We're on. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to, uh, to winter.
1: I thought you were going to say Wednesday Night Live. Yeah,
0: I almost <laughs> did. I remember <laughs> what I was welcoming everybody, too. Uh, it's turned uh, suddenly rather chilly here in Big D. It's kind of misty rain. and uh,
1: It feels like winter.
0: It, it I does. I went out early
1: this morning and I thought, Whoa. What happened? Even though last night it was pretty chilly, but today it feels like winter. Yeah. But Annette texted earlier and said that it feels like 90-something where they are.
0: Is that right?
1: Well, it's 86 there, but she said it feels like 96.
0: Well, you know, wherever Annette is, there's, there's added activity.
1: No, it says right there, feels like 96, probably with the humidity. We should change the name of this program to the weather, the weather report.
0: That's the uh, <laughs> that's the weather for uh, the Dallas area. Stay tuned now for weather wherever you are.
1: We well, could call it voices, thunders, lightnings, and earthquakes.
0: <laughs> the weather range of the network of the saints.
1: If if we change the name from the Chit Chat Hour to something a little bit more scriptural.
0: Oh, you know what? I think I think trying to change the name from the Chit Chat Hour would pretty much eliminate what we've done thus far in this brief broadcast.
1: <sighs> but you know,
0: one thing uh, that uh, is kind of nice is that we are uh, we're going to be going to Versailles, Versailles, France for the second. Uh, prophetic gathering to be held there second year now and the weather is somewhat similar to what is happening here so um, in, a, in a way I'm kind of glad that we got a little taste of it before we we all left because uh, you know it helps you to kind of get geared up and helps you to get some idea of what you need to do in packing but um.
1: it's funny because this trip, the Lord told me to to go in sackcloth. And we did that one other time many, many years ago when we had a seminar in Montelimar. Lamar. And I remember packing my suitcase and everything in my suitcase was black. And it was so easy to pack. It was like the easiest I've ever had packing. And so I was pulling stuff out this morning thinking this is this is I like this. Not a lot of diversity going on here, but at least everything's going to match.
0: Well, that's true. And
1: I'll be I'll be fasting unto the Lord. So it's just interesting to do that. And then I thought, well, should I? And I really thought I'd take maybe my Adidas or some, my tinnies or something. And then I thought, wait, they're white. That's not going to work. So scratch that. But if they have black stripes, does that work? And then you start getting into all the mental gymnastic gymnastics that you can, can you do when you're fasting. Huh. <laughs> Let's see, is fish meat or is fish fish? Is, is that considered meat? And if we're doing a, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't know how the Catholics did that business of fish being um, considered not meat because... Uh, And I never really understood it until I came here. Every Friday at our school cafeteria, they would serve some kind of fish.
1: They had fish and they had pizza. Did they have pizza? Uh It was fish and pizza. Yeah. It was those little square fried. (laughs) Those little. Maybe it was fish. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Those are like, remember those Gorton, they probably still have them, those Gorton cod sticks and. fish patties and
1: but the worst thing that my mother ever ever fed me that was fish was she would make salmon out of the can and i just there there was nothing that i could put on that salmon patty that would make it edible you know and and back then it was like what are we having for dinner and she'd tell us what we're having for dinner and it was taking or leaving i mean it was yeah. There, there was no negotiation you know with my <laughs> kids it was totally different when they started I don't like that and I'd say okay well what what?" which I don't know which is better <laughs> um, but now both my kids eat lots of things so it's not like it hindered their but I remember sitting at the table until 9 o'clock at night like with my head on the table asleep because my mother also would say you're not getting up till you clean your plate and if it was something that was not going in my mouth <laughs>
0: Yeah, it seems from the things you've told me that there's a whole list of those things that kept you at the table. Yeah, Brussels sprouts, maybe?
1: Lima beans, Brussels sprouts, salmon patties. Yeah. But she also cooked things that I love, so I don't mean to make it sound like I was tortured at the table.
0: Well, you know, those days were so different than these. I remember back in the day, I remember um, when McDonald's introduced the filet de fish sandwich. Duh. Trying to interject some French into it. Filet de fish. But my father with his uh, West Virginia brogue would call it filet de fish. He called it fish and he said bouche and warsh and all kinds of other idioms that just embarrassed me to no end even though I never told him that. But we'd go to McDonald's once a month after church on Sunday And we'd uh, pull up, Dad would go to the window, order the food, and we'd sit in the car and eat. Why'd you You eat in the car? Because there wasn't any... Oh,
1: it wasn't a restaurant? You couldn't
0: go in. No, McDonald's didn't have... They had chairs outside, but if it was a winter, you know, you weren't going to sit outside. Strange days.
1: I didn't get McDonald's when I was a kid. I mean, even growing up, I didn't... That wasn't a thing for my family. So I don't...
0: well, that happened once a month. that was our that was our high living. That was the <laughs> only place we ever went out to eat. and um, I uh, they didn't even have happy meals then. so there wasn't even the prospect of me getting some kind of a worthless toy. <clears throat> so anyway. I don't know what took us down that pathway. We just kind of swung from limb to limb, which is why this is the chit-chat hour. The anointing will kick in here at some point, I'm sure. It always seems to. Of course, those who are more shallow in soil have already deemed that this broadcast is not worth their time, so they've cut out by, by now anyway. Um, as I alluded, we, uh, we are going to be ministering in Versailles um and there's a great group of people coming from from a number of nations and we're excited to see what God's doing in and through them and um we're going to be joined by Denise and um she's the ancient one the ancient the elder the ancient one and uh Sylvie's also going to be teaching, which is a wonderful thing. Uh, we hope to be able to include a number of the leaders that are there in participating in not only activations, but perhaps even leading them. We'll see. Um, you know, because got, we got to start divesting. I, I don't know. You asked me earlier about activations. I don't have any in mind. But I didn't think that, you know, whatever I do, I'm going to try to include leaders. We'll see. I don't know what you're going to do. You haven't figured it out yet from the spirit, right?
1: I have some ideas. I have some ideas, and I know, and as we talk about this on the broadcast, I I know a lot of times when when you've just taught on a topic in depth, Um, it's, it's often a good thing to pass the ball on to tag it. And, and we did that a lot last year where I would teach and then you would lead the activation or you would teach and you'd hand it off to me or, or whatever. So I'm really just completely and totally open to whatever the Lord wants to do. But I do know that last year when we did this seminar, which was our first one, and which was something that was requested of Mm -hmm. the French people. Um, it was definitely of the Lord and it was very fruitful and, and productive but we did we focused more on, on personal prophecy on teaching them how to hear from the Lord and then process that we had a lot of prophesying to one another and really you know CI stuff from the, the early days and the Lord really led us in, a, in not a different direction but this, this seminar is really geared more towards um, being that voice that speaks into the desolate places, into the places that need to be restored, into our our cities and our nations, and and into the world. Yeah. And so it's going to be, you know, the activations are going to be different because they're going to have to really stretch to to hear from the Lord about their terio and about what He would have them to do as they stand and hear and obey and be that voice. And so I'm really excited. I I'm I'm excited about. About what the Lord's going to impart And um, and teach And so we really do appreciate your prayers I know that this is definitely of the Lord um, Sometimes you know that Just because you know that Because we've been obedient um, to, to walk in his wisdom in it But at the same time The heat has really been on from the enemy And so you have to look at it like Wow, God is going to really move because there's been a lot of um, just a lot of opposition, I guess I should say, not only in this camp, but but over there, and, and a lot of the things that that even the Benishans have had to deal with, um, just standing where they're standing, and um, and Mateus and Lawrence and the things that they've had to stand through this season. Um, God's gonna God's gonna move, and He's gonna establish and. He's going to impart and empower. And, and I really believe it's, we're going to see a huge um, change in the atmosphere over the course of this next year in those nations. Yeah. How that's going to look, Amen. we don't know. But, um, Amen. So I'm excited.
0: Well, I do believe that there is, um, you know, we, we said this last year. When we first started having prophetic training here or even our prophetic presbytery teaching about this, you know, so much of what we had to do was to convince the general church of America that you could actually hear from God and prophesy. <laughs> and so a lot of that was really breaking, breaking barriers and breaking into the unknown. When we first went over to France, we were astounded at the seers' giftings that were there.
1: But at the same time, they were so desperate to receive words.
0: Yes, yes. Tell me
1: what God's saying. Prophesy Uh to me. Tell me, tell me. Prophesy, Mm -hmm. prophesy. And that's part of the the reason why I think God had us do this last year was, Mm -hmm. you know what? You don't need us to come and tell you what he's saying, even though God wants us to go and, and be a voice, an apostolic voice. But... It was just really to equip and empower them to hear from him Mm -hmm. and and even speak to one another
0: yeah but we didn't have to we didn't have to cajole them into the belief that god prophesized today oh no Uh, that was already there so it was more of a it was more of a let's let's firm this up and let's go right into intercession and learn how to interpret and so it's it's a different it's a different thing, and I, you know, I would say that probably sometime in the near future we're going to have to do teaching. We knew this. We're going to have to do teaching about prophecy in Brazil uh, because that's a totally new. No, that's not what I'm going to say. They are so active spiritually in that nation, and um, we in America were too, but. Just in a in a more <laughs> America is more active spiritually in the demonic than than uh, in hearing from God and declaring. but anyway, uh, we do ask that you pray for us and um, we we know that when I say that it's not oh you know just when you think of it, remember this team that's over there because really you are you're in this I mean you are this is our mission our mutual mission and um, that's why I felt I felt so strongly this past weekend the the business about the the cup of the blood of Jesus that cup and how powerful the cup is and all week long I've been talking to the Lord about how grateful we are that he extended this cup, this assignment for the saints, this assignment for the end times to us. And I've, I've gone, I've gone the the route with it. You know, I've asked God to forgive me for any way that I've not recognized the privilege that this is, the honor that this is. And I, have even asked him with that focus on the cup itself, for the blood of sprinkling to come upon the leaders that are going to be encountered this, this week. That the blood would be upon them as it was on Aaron's sons. And the blood would be upon um, their places, strategic locations in Europe. Because that's, that's, the, that's the power. That the, 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 the embracing of the cup and the blood is the power to fulfill that cup and um so we definitely need that and I keep talking about leaders you know we've got we've got basically the whole pastoral team from the church in Tournay coming we're really honored by that uh, we have uh, our Saints net rep from Switzerland that's coming we have the, the Saints many of them from Luxembourg that are coming we have uh, those that uh, many of those that are key intercessors and uh, holding p- positions in in various locations in France that are coming and um, um, we we're so grateful for for this widespread it seems that God has really targeted this time as um, as a a clarion call for these leaders in their posts to step up into a higher frame of partnership with him and um, so we're we're very grateful so we do we do thank you for standing together with us and for us to the privilege to stand with you this is our mutual mission and we thank you for for being in prayer. So, um, we leave tonight, late tonight, and um, all of us are going to be vamoosing from there on Monday. So it's a quick trip, but it's going to be filled with uh, lots of ministry, lots of teaching. I'm I'm so grateful we were able to. Uh, we were able to get the the uh, the, the booklet ready, and um, I'll just give this this wonderful little testimony. Um,
1: my cup, I couldn't get the lid off my cup, okay. and I know God wants the lid off my cups.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her her Yeti was not cooperating. This is, this is my cup, and it's my well, at least you could see that the seal the is working.
1: It's <laughs> true, but. I don't know about that. I don't
0: know if he wants a lid on my cup. <laughs> uh, anyway, go ahead. Anyway, um, we, had, we had a really a multinational effort here. All of the teachings were, the outlines were submitted to Luke and Sylvie. They dutifully translated them into French. They sent the files back here, um, and uh, Pastor Fabian worked on getting the artwork and the uh, all the the outlines together, and Ruby was able to uh, to convince uh, a, a copier company, Canon, to who who wants our business since our copier Xerox lease is is coming due in January. Uh, Canon printed all these booklets for us, and they really look nice. And uh, if you've got the outlines, honey. <laughs> I'll print it fine. (laughs) They look nice, so I, I we got them yesterday, uh, and thanks to every thanks to Ruby and Pastor Fabian and the Benichons and whatever, whatever role uh, you played, Monica. I know you were doing a lot of things behind the scenes, and um. But
1: no, no, I was putting the outlines together. Wow, just that simple thing. It's always interesting when you because. Like for our seminars here in Dallas, um, it's not like there's a deadline. You have to have your, your your outlines done by a particular date so they can be translated. And it's always interesting to to have that task of preparing multiple outlines ahead of time, so that the, and and make sure that they're what you feel like they need to be without any adjustment. Without knowing there will be no adjustments um, once they're printed is always kind of an interesting stretch if yeah. you know what I mean because you want to make sure that you cover but at the same time you recognize that um, see if we're just here we can just augment and adjust mm-hmm. take out a scripture put in a scripture whatnot, at the very last minute so that's always a discipline That's always a fun one
0: yeah so anyway we give thanks to the Lord that this beautiful booklet is done and uh a lot of hard work was put into it, but the actual printing of it was done for us for free and so we man we weren't taking advantage they, they asked for this They'd give us a project, let us show you what our machine can do okay we've got we've got a couple of them and um, so so my job this afternoon I've already packed these outlines in. I know you're going to be very disappointed, Monica, because I I, right now I'm not planning to bring my little briefcase. I'm planning to bring my rolling carry-on, so I can I want to bring all these outlines because I don't want to take the risk of sending them. You know, on the plane, checking them because I don't want to get there and not have them. This is not going to work. I cannot have that. Anyway, that's TMI. Um, so praise the Lord. Now, one of the things that is a blessing about having this journey on, uh, first Saturday is that all of those people who have been contributing to first Saturday words will, so many of them will be in one place and we'll have some time where we pray, um, Perhaps we can include a directive and um, get some insights in the Prophetic Council for uh, contribution to First Saturday. And with that we want to remind you that this is First Saturday coming and we want to thank you for your faithfulness in going before the throne on this day. And we want to remind you of it, um, and urge you to participate. Anything you want to say about that?
1: No, I just think that's it's. I love, I love the prospect of being there with saints from different countries, from different places, coming together, because it really is a representation of what we do before the throne all over the world, and and so you know whether or not. We can actually process things while we're there on the site because I know our schedule is packed tight because we had to 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 pack it tighter than it was last year. Um, but absolutely they will have the directive. We'll have a prayer time on Saturday morning and um and then we can just remind them to to process and to submit because. Yeah. Yeah,
0: You know, until you start, until you actually engage in this thing, in one of these gatherings, you really don't know what all God will have done by that time that we're speaking about Saturday. And so um, I'm sure that things are going to be made clear um, to us because it's really important that these folks... Are uh, continuing to cherish First Saturday the way the way we've we've done it.
1: Yeah, and here's something that we could ask, really ask for prayer and wisdom about, and that is, um, you know, First Saturday is it's kind of like part of the nail to me of this network. It's 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 really I think the first um, commission, I guess, or command that the Father gave to you or whoever. Um, when yeah, when it, the network was yeah. was established. And and it's it's the one min, point of ministry. Aside from our, our biannual seminars or feasts or whatever you want to call them and the different seminars we have around the world. I mean it's we do call for specific fivefolds and parettes and parats and those kinds of things throughout the months, but first Saturday is it is the one time a month where all the saints are come together on behalf of the directive of the throne, same directive. And and it really is something that is very precious to the heart of God and actually very powerful if if everything begins with a voice. Our voice of intercession on that Saturday is shaking things, and I, I really believe that. But anyway, the point is, is that um, we need help with really more with translation. It's interesting because the Lord, he taught us, to go after the vision, and he taught us these. He gave us these prophetic gifts, and he's trained us so succinctly in in the the prophetic gifts to be able to process and see and glean, and his voice and 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 whatnot to interpret that, and then to process that into the fivefold. And so now, with twenty years later, our biggest challenge is translation in the languages, and so we need Brazil to be online with First Saturday, but we need somebody that's willing to or actually called anointed to to gather those insights from all over that that country and um and translate those words and 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 process them like they're done in english and also in french for the french people but we also need that for the country of belgium and and so as the lord begins to expand in that ministry of first saturday Expands with it because it's a necessity. Um, we have to have those people in place that are willing to to be that servant to do that. Yeah. And so we need help. I mean, the, but the Lord knows this, and He knows this has been something that has been on the forefront of our our prayer. And.
0: Amen. Uh, you know, and I think some of these solutions are going to be afforded to us because. This is God's work; it's it's not ours, and He He's going to make the way. But I I agree with you. I mean, this it really is coming to a a heightened point of necessity, and so uh, necessity is the mother of invention and the the burgeoning uh, platform where anointings are accepted and and implemented Amen. so Amen. um and I, I I failed to mention I said leaders were all over the place we're also from Belgium really thankful to have uh Alan and Colette coming there's are such such dear members of our family and um uh, so anyway just uh just know I don't know we'll we'll perhaps we'll try to Post some things. You're really good at that on on Facebook.
1: Well, I, I say.
0: sometimes I slide one in.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you're in the midst of ministry, sometimes that's it's it's not the on the forefront of your thinking is Oh my gosh, get a picture of this, get a video of this, and make a post. But I'm trying to trying to do better with that.
0: <laughs> well, one of my favorite pictures. I was snapping lots of pictures when one of the sessions. Denise was speaking and Luke was translating and just the the action of both of them and their faces was just priceless to me and I thought you know if, if I had had the time I would have had Fabian do a fake booklet and had that photo one of those photos of Luke and Denise on the cover and and did two of them and when we got there, just had them to give to them. Here's, we should
1: have made that the here's cover. the booklet. That would have been so good. <laughs> that would have been so good. No,
0: the, the artwork that Sylvie presented to you, I think it's really it's really nice. It's really nice. But I was thinking about that. But, you know, see, that's the problem. See, it's, it's become so busy that my practical joke... Um, availability has is, is been quenched so but wouldn't that have been something can you imagine the look on their faces if i had sylvie would have rolled i love it when sylvie gets 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 going in laughter it's just it's a it's a gift so at least though see for me and and you and i guess all of you now we can envision that and uh it it can delight our souls so um uh, we're very, 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 very grateful to the Lord.
1: How many berries is that?
0: I don't know. Let's see. What did I say? Very, 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 <laughs> very, 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 very. Maybe and, I said seven or eight.
1: And you you did mention for Saturday prayer, and I know that, that. Yes. What's
0: the directive? Do you that remember? That
1: directive is going to be sent forth uh, probably tomorrow, but um the gist of it is coming into this month of November, which is the month of the teacher-seer, which launches us into the five-month progression of the mind of the Lord, which we're really believing for promotion in that area for God's people, but also uh, right in line with transitioning into this year of wisdom and revelation, we're really going to be pressing in for that, for the gift of the teacher-seer, the expansion of that, and really gaining the wisdom and revelation of the Lord that will launch us into this coming year, and so that's exciting to me because remember that um, we pray and then we interpret, but we can't re- we can't forget that um, we can't forget the power. We can't lose um, the acknowledgement of the power of the intercession to the insight to the, the 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 insight because it's in the voice the power is in the voice and and so the most important part is that we are interceding that that we are giving ourselves over to diversities of tongues and to interceding and praying with the Lord and with the angels and whatnot but um, sometimes we get wrapped up in oh God said this and it's just so yeah. prolific and it is. I mean, without vision, we perish. So it is so prolific, but we have to remember that the labor is in the intercession and that's when things change. And, and so lift up your voice and, and also um, really peer in and, and see and hear from the Lord and, and really believe for the dispensation of his spirit of wisdom and revelation just to really saturate us because we desperately need that. You can't you can't expand without that. You can't build the kingdom without that. You can't lead a war an army without that. We have to have that. So, that's the directive.
0: Yeah. To it's see. interesting that we're coming into this year of wisdom. Because wisdom by the directive of God brings his light and his what he wants to do into darkness. And um you know we say with solomon lord we need desperately your wisdom because it's part of your it's part of your person it's one of the seven spirits and um i i think one of the things we should look at as we approach this year and perhaps perhaps uh when we return one of the teachings will be uh coming from Isaiah, you know, there's that passage where a lot of people teach that it lists the seven spirits. And it really doesn't because every one of those aspects is about the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And it's very clear if you look at that. Um, but we need we need that sevenfold dimension of the spirit of wisdom as we look at these nations and the commitments that God is directing us to make uh, very strategically for the locations around the world. And that doesn't even include the theaters of operation that are going to be opening that we've not gone to yet. God's, God's so amazing. And all of this is at a time where we recognize we have to work while it is yet day. Um the night comes when no man can work and uh, so we need his wisdom i i i know i know so many times in the past we've been led to go places and we've invested and um, we knew we were following where god said to go but just my mind afterwards would say what did we actually do there you know what did we accomplish we obeyed the Lord, but, you know, to me it was kind of frustrating because uh, it was one of those things where you sowed the seed and it either fell on dry, hard places uh, or it was embraced and, you know, it sprung up immediately but it had no root. Or it was one of those situations where we went and we, we went by the obedience of the Lord and the people there weren't willing to uh, partner with, the glory that God had called us to, to invest, or the peace of being willing to embrace the mission to completion, and you you're really heartbroken because you don't want to scrape the dust or shake the dust off your feet. But uh, I I think that although I'm sure since it's a biblical it's described, it's not like why'd you sow the seed there? I mean people aren't you know, weren't wanting it or why'd you go there? I mean they're they're not accepting the glory and the peace. I mean you you recognize that part of that is God's plan and so it's frustrating on the one hand because you want to see growth but on the other hand you know, you, you think, man, man, oh, man. That's that's difficult, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I just, I look at it a little differently, though. I just see it like if we're obedient, if he tells us to go and we're obedient to go and we sow, he is going to bring the increase. But it's just not what, it, it, it's it's not going to look like what we expect. And so... Uh, on the on the front end, so often it doesn't look like we expect, and I think that just uh, that just works so many things within us, and that creates the frustration. And I certainly understand that, but I think about the multitudes of times that we have gone into nations, and and spoken to uh, a crowd, um, and 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 through that, God has plucked out two or four or one and that two four or one is standing with us today and had we not gone oh yeah so I guess I just I try to look at the victory I try to look at I just try to look at it um, from if we go in obedience it's up to God I mean it's <clears throat> <laughs> it's just it's just up to him and yeah, so I that's, that's true yeah
0: but I think the one thing we both can just say we're seeing it exactly alike is um, in this next year of wisdom we want to make certain that whatever we agree to as a network, whatever we accept as a a mission that we don't we don't miss
1: absolutely
0: Um, and part of that is coordinating because it's, you know, it used to be okay. We're going to go to Africa. We're going to go to India, and we're going to go into France a couple of times. And that's it. That's what we had, and that was a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. That but, was a lot for us back then.
0: But now, you know, you're she. So anyway, this is a good. This is a good thing. Um,
1: you know, it's interesting. This morning, I, I. It's so funny how this happens. It's like we're leaving for France today, and this morning I started hearing from the kids in Switzerland, and um, I'd heard from Louisa a couple of days ago, and and then again this morning, and then out of the blue, I heard from the Steffens, and they were inquiring about our journey into Versailles, and saying that they were praying for us and whatnot, and then I heard from Roman, who I hadn't heard from in a couple of months, and just totally by surprise, and he sends me this voice, long voice message, and it was so good to hear his voice, and he just said, you know he misses us and and he'd love to 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 do a video chat um but then he said this past weekend he said he was having coffee with a friend and and he began to share with this guy his friend of his um i don't know how good of a friend he is but this acquaintance of his about Dallas and about the father's church and about the saints network and about the ministry that we have come to Switzerland and done and about him coming to Dallas two years ago and about how it radically changed his life. He said, I just, this, the floodgate just opened and I just poured into this this guy what what I had wow. experienced in Dallas and he said, Monica, he said, he is so excited and he is, he, he's got this passion to come to Dallas now and he wants to come to Dallas and he wants to come on Friday. So can you, can I give you his contact information? Could you be in touch with him and help him to find a way to come to Dallas this weekend? Because he just doesn't want to wait. And I thought, this is just so funny because we're going to be in France.
0: Yeah, he said, <laughs>
1: I know. Well, but let me give
0: you the information on how this, to get to Versailles. This
1: weekend, I know, I just thought, this weekend, oh my goodness, I know. But it's just so interesting how that happens because.
0: Yeah, it is cool.
1: Yeah, so, of course, I'll make connection, um, but, yeah. Wouldn't
0: that be great if that young man showed up at Versailles?
1: Oh, I know, I know. Well, last year Louisa came, and thanks, very much thanks to Annette, who really helped us get her there, but I was, I had actually messaged her just a couple days ago and told her that we were heading that way and how much we were going to miss her being there, and she and I have been having conversation about that, but... Um, she's actually considering coming to Dallas over the Christmas time, which would be just so wonderful. And that's it is not confirmed by any stretch. But we have another Swiss saint that's going to be here over Christmas. That's going to be staying with us. And so who's a very dear friend of Louisa's. So I just think how great that would be to have those two young girls. Those they're not young girls. They're in their twenty, mid 20s. Yeah. But to have them here with us over the
0: when, Christmas. Man, it's awful. You can think back to when you thought of somebody <laughs> in their twenties as being older. <laughs>
1: I know. Yeah, they're
0: older. And I know.
1: And then another thing that's so wonderful is is um, I've gotten the, the kid, the young people in Sa- the kids, the young people in Santa Barbara. They've been praying about um, starting this worship and prayer uh, house of prayer over the last year, and and I've been praying with them about that and. Really, um, we've been speaking into that, and this past weekend, Sunday night, was their first gathering, and um, they sent me video of of parts of it, and I just, I'm so thankful for what God's doing, and these wow. kids, I mean, they're not kids, they're young people, but like Noah messaged me last night, I mean, he literally, God just, before the thing even started, he was he was the only instrument, and in, doing the worship and um before they went to pray like two hours before and he couldn't get off the floor and
0: <laughs> oh praise god
1: i know and then they had this just incredible i mean the heavens just opened for them and there was kids from all over i mean not just from westmont for, but from uc santa barbara from different churches just all these young people together and and at one point they sent me a video where they were interceding on the floor and i could hear even i could even hear diverse tongues in there and i just thought lord send us in there to bring that revelation to them to 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 get them praying in these languages because it's like just watching the video i could see just the sparks of life light just going through the heavens and i don't know it's crazy it's just so amazing uh, what god's doing in that generation mm. so just um it's very encouraging but we just need to continue to pray that God will um continue to to move in in these young people throughout the world in these different touch points where he's igniting these these little tabernacles yeah and that God will give us wisdom to know how to to be elders to them to be um guidance and wisdom to them because they they need that so Amen. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Noah, he texted me last night, and he said that he, he said he's still, like, really trying to lean into that place that where he just couldn't, it's like it was so weighty he couldn't even get up. And he then he said something like, the mantle of righteousness is so weighty. <laughs> and I thought, do you know, as a mother, as a spiritual mother, but as a natural mother, to hear your kids say that at the age of 21? I mean, I know you know what that's like because both of your children are walking in the truth, but there's nothing more than I'd rather hear in the world ever than to hear that your kid is feeling the weightiness of the glory and the yeah. righteous the righteousness of God, yeah um so I just give God thanks.
0: what a blessing, yeah, well, that's definitely one of the the needs for wisdom for this new year is to. To uh, to know how best to facilitate what God is requiring of you, and um, in regard to all these pockets of those young ones, that's exciting. Um,
1: <clears throat> well, it's, it's certainly not just me. I know Annette has a real heart for these young people. A lot of people do. Um, i know pastor fabian does i know i just it just has me gripped in so many different ways because i know um there's just something really i know yeah there's just something really prolific that god's doing in them
0: well praise god that's that's encouraging
1: and how you know you talk about wisdom i mean i know we have our seminars twice a year and 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 you don't want to separate the young people out of that, but how? And this is not a marketing tool. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying this from a marketing perspective. But how do we expand to where we 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 welcome and we envelop that generation into who we are um, from a, a gathering standpoint? You know, do we do we do it here in Dallas? Is is an adjacent thing, an adjunct, uh, is that the right word? Is something that comes alongside our seminar here? Do we do something different where we have uh, a seminar specifically for them um, in different places of the country or the world, actually? I don't know. It's just God's going to, he's going to do it.
0: Yeah. Well. Anyway. I think uh, the Lord, it's one of the things God's going to give you wisdom, give us shine his wisdom on. Because yeah. they probably want to go someplace cool.
1: Cool as in hip neat, or cool? Neat. oh, Yeah.
0: So not that Dallas isn't.
1: That Listen, to hear, I'll have to let you listen to Romans, oh. what he was saying about being in Dallas. I mean, <laughs> It, I mean, it, it, his life was changed, well, not not just by this location, something. but by by the people that just enveloped him, the saints.
0: Was that the famous Sanctuary of Silence gathering that he was changed at? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, let's see. I do. I do think it, We've got thirteen minutes to go before this broadcast ends. Um i do I do think that uh just from my perspective, God truly over the past couple of weeks has highlighted the necessity of us embracing uh, the calling of the saints uh, anew and um you know that new covenant, the new testament of his blood, the cup the the Kynos diatheke is funny because I was talking about this yesterday in in the on the French broadcast and in France they they say alliance instead of testament an alliance and um, I don't really know how that word came out of diatheke I don't really understand how testament came out of that either but um, you know, I, I do think that as we take up the gauntlet again uh, in, a, in, in this day, I think it's necessary for us to re-up and to sincerely go before God and say, this assignment that you've given us from eternity is obviously spreading throughout the world. This is your plan. And for what is going to be required of all of us in the days and the years to come, we have to make a fresh embrace of that calling. And over the past couple of years, the calling itself has been, it's, it's not dissipated, but it's been battered. And I think that, I think any of us in the network who have been paying attention at all would say that, you know, there has been questioning about our calling. Uh, the enemy has tried to, um, to denigrate it as if it's not fulfilling what God really wants or maybe we need to change callings. That was, that was gauche, you know. It's, it's, uh, it's not for us today. And I think that the enemy, knowing what's coming, that's been one of the things that he's done to come in one way to try to twist or to try to dissuade or try to dim but God from the foundation of the world brought this to us and so I think that it's important for us to embrace that cup of his assignment again and how you do that as a pe- as a person is going to be between you and the Lord um and then, and then you know the other thing about it is two weeks ago the Lord was speaking to us about redeeming the time, and um, how do you have the wisdom to reach into the agora and redeem to take this thing and to take that thing and to take this thing to to fulfill the specifics that God has highlighted. Uh, that's that's part of this uh, drawing from the the sheath drawing from the Tetheme deposit. So I I think that that was definitely a word that, you know, for me it wasn't doubting what we're called to do. It was reflecting as to, you know, where am I with this? Um, And, um, so I think that God wants us to, to recognize that's a rhema from him, and we need to, we need to say, Lord, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm grasping that calling again. And uh, to some degree, we did that at the last seminar. We didn't call it this specifically, but we did restate the mission. And we restated the, you know, those things that are held as sacrosanct among us. And, um, but it's important for what God's going to release for the, for the promotion and the empowerment and the way he's going to use us. This is a necessary thing for that to be granted. And, um. So it's, it doesn't surprise me that the enemy has been trying over the past couple of years, and even recently in some lives, to dissuade and to try to discourage and to try to make question about what it is that we've committed from the Lord to do. Uh, and, and the end result of it is the enemy recognizes that what's coming is going to be such a dynamic visitation, and the empowerment that God's going to put into our hands and into our hearts um, is is so amazing that this necessary embracing of the cup is is um, is necessary. Uh, did I? What did I? Did I just repeat myself? <laughs> This necessary embracing the cup is necessary. Well, that that goes without saying. Um, so, we thank you for your devotion to the Lord and for your willingness to stand on behalf of his calling. And it's a great privilege to be able to stand together with each of you. And... Um, we thank you for your prayers for this most current application in internationally of our mutual calling. And uh, it'll be great to know that you're praying and that this coming Saturday, this weekend, we're offering up for Saturday again. We bless you in that. Amen? Amen. Well, okay. I mean, I I know it's just a little bit early. We've got about five minutes before we normally would end, but I think that's that's it's time to say adios to God. Anything further?
1: No, I just um, no. I'm just excited for what God is doing and look forward to. Uh, We will be back next week. That's crazy. We are going to do a conference in France, and we'll be back sitting in these chairs next Tuesday. Maybe a little jet lagged. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So we'll be able to bring testimony.
0: Yeah. um, That's true. I hadn't thought of that. That's good. Okay. Well, God bless all of you. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be thinking of you. Thanks for your prayers. Goodbye.